It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E.C-O.U-K. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is... Northern Northern News! Hello, everybody, here we are, it's Northern News! Hello, hello! We're back! We've never been away. We've never been away. We ain't going anywhere. We've never been somewhere. (laughs) What? What a start to an episode. I hated that intro from me. (laughs) I've confused myself. You went very philosophical very quickly. Are any of us anywhere? I don't like this train of thought. Stop the train. I want to get off. Get that thought out of your heads. You're trying to enjoy a podcast. Let's just have a nice time. Come on. You exist. (laughs) That's all we can ask for. Oh, well, we should say I'm I'm Amy Gladhill. This is Ian Smith. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I've said it. I'm Ian Smith, not Amy Gladhill. I'm Amy Gladhill. Easy as that. What have you been up to this week, Ian? I guess went, me and my girlfriend went to Copenhagen. Wow! But um, I hope she won't mind me telling this, this story. <laughs> She's an avid listener of the podcast. She was swimming yeah. and she um, put her fingers through a jellyfish. <gasps> Didn't sting her. She just put, like, put her hand through its head, basically. Oh, what? Yeah. Not on purpose. Oh. Yeah. She said it made her feel weird and she came out of the sea. But yeah, I don't know. We did a lot of cycling. This is the sort of holiday I hate. Jellyfish and cycling. Yeah. yeah. Active. I want to s- stop. Be still. What would you like? And I'll tell you if we did that. Sitting down. Yeah. Outside. Yeah, you did a bit of that. Uh, sleeping. Yeah. Looking at pretty things. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've done all them. It was piping hot. Was it? I felt like I was going to collapse. Oh, uh, sorry. I was on a, a table at one point 
that was like a black table. So it was soaking up the sun. Just couldn't rest your arms ah. on it. And the menu was a brilliant white. So it reflected the sun into your face. <laughs> Just too much sun. It's so funny to be like, the menu was reflecting the sun at me. Like that is such like an English, like an Englishman thing to say to be abroad and be like, the menu was reflecting the sun into my face. The table was hot. Come on, you're not on safari. You sat in a restaurant, (laughs) struggling. I felt like I was on safari. (laughs) I was having a real tough time. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It was hard. I didn't have my sunny G's. Your what? My sunny G's. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Sunny G's. That's what I'm going to call them from now on. No, I wouldn't. My sunny G's. Nah. What have you been up to this week? Ian, I've got a problem with the door. Oh, oh, Ian, I'm I've sorry. got a problem with the door. It's a door that's not attached to its hinges. Wow, is it even a door? Yeah, well... A bit of wood? I guess it's a bit of wood. I've stripped this bit of wood of its only destiny in life of being a door. Where is this door supposed to be? It's supposed to be in my bathroom. In the bathroom there is a door and you open the door and it's got like the washing machine in. The plumber took a door off and he put it in my hallway and then the plumber left. And he put the door back on? He put the door back on and I thought, well, maybe he's coming back. And he never came back, and I, and I haven't got any screws, and I also I don't have any skill to do it. <laughs> and now you open the door to my flat, and the first thing you see is a door going nowhere. Oh. Ian, it's going That's bloody confusing, isn't nowhere. It? And then you look into the bathroom through that door, and then there's a gap where a door should be, and it's it's all gone higgledy bits, turvy turvy. Just sounds confusing. It's door world. I'd come in. <laughs> It's a theme Welcome park. to like Diggerland. Digger- <laughs> Welcome to Door World. Ooh, there's doors where there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be where there's doors. <laughs> what happens at door? You go in, you're like, oh, I might go through this. Oh, no, that's just lent against the wall. <laughs> and you're there going, this door was supposed to be for an airing cupboard. <laughs> but also in my hallway, in, there's just so much going on in the hallway at the minute. You open the door. You see another door. Mm. Then there's the bathroom door. Then you can see straight through into the bathroom where there's a hole where a door should be. And then there's also, there's two cupboard doors and a bedroom door that you can see. And you just open the door and you think, there's too much going on. Yeah. There's too many doors. That sounds relaxing to come around your house. That's the first thing you do. I'm off our name is for dinner. Oh, yeah, come in. Okay. Like Takeshi's Castle, where they used to just run at doors. Some of them are like foaming, you go through them, but some of them are just real doors. Just slam your head for entertainment. I love Takeshi's Castle. Oh, it was good, isn't it? Have you heard who's died? I've got a story for you, if I may, from the Yorkshire Post. And it kind of fits in with turning my flat into a into door world. Mm. The headline is Owners of Yorkshire Farm apply to open Family Dog Training Holiday Park. Now, let that sink in. Family Dog Training Holiday Park. Okay? Okay? Are you taking all that information in? I don't know what that means. They've got a farm. They're thinking, I want to diversify. I want to upgrade this farm. Mm -hmm. What could I add in? How about we do a holiday park? Yeah, sure. But how about instead of just doing a lovely holiday park where people could camp or whatever, because it it's camping, it's glamping. Yeah. They've made it specifically that it's people coming for a holiday but are also training their dogs. 
What a slim, <laughs> small group of people. They've, I think the Venn diagram of the two, because sure, a lot of people want to go on holiday. I can believe that. Yeah, that's a big group. I can believe that's a thing. I've even been on holiday. You just talked about yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can believe people want to go on holiday. Yeah, you're onto something so far. Yeah. I also believe in my heart of hearts, people have dogs. Some of them. Some yeah, people have dogs. I've and, seen it. And some of them people want to train their dogs. Yeah. Where I'm struggling is the crossover between people who want to train their dogs and go on a holiday at the same time. Mm. I think that's... And that's... not even a holiday abroad. No. It's to the north. To Yorkshire. Yeah, because what, in, is training a dog hard? Do you want to go on a relaxing holiday where you're just spending the whole time just going, sit, sit, <laughs> sit, <laughs> come on, have a fucking biscuit if you sit down. That's just like your husband. Yeah. <laughs> Don't piss there. You've pissed all over the floor. Right, now time for the dog training. It's oh. a classic little switch. <laughs> it's a little switch. I like it, that's comedy. Switzer, switzeroo. Switz, is there a dog a switzer, switzer-poo? Oh, I, I don't, don't know anything so. about dogs. I once compared a dog show. Mm. It was a bad booking because I don't know any dog brands, breeds. Yeah. And I had a microphone that was blasting out all around this fair and I didn't have anything to say in, and I was just stood on my own going, oh, dogs, look at them, not trotting, but, but sort of walking, they're walking, the dogs are walking. And I got my phone out and I played, um, and they called it Puppy Love. I didn't get booked again. Yeah. I, the best thing I said was, I said, that's Labradorable. Oh, that is good. That is good, but I don't, I don't know if I was necessarily saying it about an actual Labrador. Yeah. It's difficult to tell them apart. I... I think I would have died on my ass there because I think eventually I'd be like, what is what is this? <laughs> well, you just walk your dog through a tunnel. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just love your dog and just have a nice time with it. Instead of, guy, if you don't go through a tunnel, then you're disappointed. Why have you brought disappointment into your life? That's true. That'd be me on the mic. Why have you brought <laughs> disappointment into your lives? We should get the other girl back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so what's happened to this place? <laughs> so, yeah, so they're opening up. They've applied for the development on the farm and they want to offer complete privacy to allow for calm, relaxing experience for both dog and owner. I wouldn't want someone spying on me training my dog. It's a vulnerable time. Yeah, Oh, his is. dog can't sit properly. Like, no, stop looking. I'm on my holidays. Look at his thick dog. Look Shut up. Thick dog. I'm on my holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my holidays. My dog's clever. <laughs> It knows its name. <laughs> You've brought a guinea pig. Like, Why is yeah. this dog so slow? Not oh, barking. It's not barking. You can't come in, Mr. Smith. That, that is not a dog. I paid nine grand for it. <laughs> you shouldn't be paying that for any dog, you idiot. Oh. You said it was the best dog. Oh, my God. Yeah, all the best. On the article... On the article, there is a blurred out video of someone who looks like they're in witness protection, but it looks like me. Wait, it's gone up. Oh, it's gone to someone else now. That was really freaky because I was mm. like, they're filming me now. It looked like me, but blurred out. Imagine if you were on witness protection and you had a podcast. Double bluff. Yeah. That can't be a... She wouldn't set up a <laughs> podcast, would she? <laughs> and her name's different. Yeah, by one letter. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking for Amy Glad Hilp. 
This can't be her. And she says she's from East Hull, but Amy Glad Help is from slightly more West Hull. <laughs> Ian. Yes. What story have you brought to the table? It's a very northern story that has international consequences. <gasps> Coldplay fan. Oh, whoa. Uh, was raging over wrong ticket and left astounded as the band personally replies with a generous offer. Oh, so, hello. Finley Goldins. Brilliant. I fucking name. love that name. Finley Goldins. Oh, that's lovely. I like it. I don't know why I love it so much. I can't put my finger on it, but it's I love so that name. It's so full of character. Finley Goldins. There's only one man who can sort this out. Finley Goldins. Yeah, we need to call Finley Goldins. <laughs> yeah. And they put, like, a big light into the sky with... Yeah. Um, well, Finley Goldins, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, just his there's head. No, there's no symbol He's involved. Like, okay, now that light looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> then they just call anyway. him up on his mobile. <laughs> But he loves he loves Coldplay. And he, now listen, he's maybe made a mistake here, but he thought he'd struck gold when he stumbled across a ticket to a Coldplay gig for £25. A bargain for Coldplay. Yeah. The gig that he's seen is in Kendall. Yeah. Are Coldplay playing Kendall on the tour? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's it, There's Kendall Calling, which is a festival. Yeah, but are they but getting small Coldplay? Festival. No. You're not being like London O2 Arena. Manchester MEN Arena, the Hydro in Glasgow, the Kendall Mint Cake Festival. <laughs> the Kendall Village Fate. Yeah. On between the Tombola and the Splat the Rat. Um, <laughs> imagine Coldplay having to follow a Tombola. You couldn't. I'd have that at my gigs. What, a Tombola? Yeah, if I was Coldplay. It'd be yeah. funny. But they've got no, no sense of humour. Wow, wow, wow. No, no, I'm Come only on being now. silly. Um, they've been very nice to him because so he's been like the plane, Kendall. <laughs> he's got his twenty-five pound ticket, only Aww. to find out that what he's actually booked for is to go to a cinema and watch a live stream of their concert in Argentina. Right. So he, he's just watching him in the cinema. Did he think Coldplay were playing then in Kendall Odeon? Yeah. <laughs> screen <laughs> two. <laughs> the plane screen two. Also, the time difference. <laughs> They're playing two thirty, screen two at Kendall Odeon. <laughs> Finley Goldins, come on, oh, man. Finley, you idiot. So right, so he's turned up at the cinema, no. being like, "Worth, it's not not a big queue like I thought there would be." Fortunately, he didn't go. He didn't go. He's he's found out his mistake, yeah, and he's vented on Twitter to express right. his exasperation. At wasting £25. Finley tweeted, now this is um, asterisked out, so I'm Uh-oh. imagining this is what he tweeted. I've just shitted 25 quid. <laughs> I love him. Um, <laughs> Go on. This whole quote. <laughs> I've just shitted 25 quid <laughs> on a Coldplay ticket, thinking it was a concert. Turns out it's a cinema screen in Kendall of a concert they're doing in Argentina. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> <laughs> and then it, said, it said live at the River Plate. I just presumed that was a place in Kendall. Not once <laughs> did it say cinema. What a shite start to the day. Oh, Finley. I know River Plate is like a team in Argentina, like a football team. Right. He continued. 
I'm so fuming. FFS, <laughs> 25 quid for a cinema screen in Kendall that I ain't going to, I ain't going to that. No way. But then he got a message. So he, has he added Coldplay into this? I don't know. Maybe it has. They haven't put it in the Metro article, but he got a direct message um, and they've invited him to Amsterdam and all, all his expensive covered. Flights, hotels, gig. Come to Amsterdam. Oh, wow. Yeah. Finley told the mirror, I couldn't believe it. I was pacing around the room buzzing and my nan was going, don't believe it, they're having you on. It's one of them scams. <laughs> I had to double check, but no, it really is cool. Just his nan shitting all over it. <laughs> nan, look at this incredible thing there. Don't believe that for a second. Bollocks, Finley, it's bollocks. Okay, it'll be a scam. <laughs> You've already shitted 25 quid. <laughs> it's bollocks, Finley. They're trying to get you to shit more money. <laughs> Keep your trousers on. <laughs> no more shitting. Oh, God. Although he's oh he's got a plus one and he's had many friends messaging him. Yeah, well, he would. But he hasn't decided who his lucky plus one will be. Not a miserable grandma. It's got to be the nan. She'll be in... It's got to be the nan. Until they come on stage, you'll be like... This is a scam. Yeah. No. <laughs> or if when they're on, they're like, not really them. Yeah. He's got a mask on. <laughs> hologram. <laughs> Imagine hologram. not being impressed by a hologram. <laughs> um, um, Such a lifelike hologram. Yeah. Being like, no, it's bloody hologram, this bollocks. <laughs> like that other thing where they're holograms. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> Not real. Get them out. Get the real ones out. Bollocks. Oh, oh wow. That's a heartwarming story at the end. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Six pound for a pint. And now it's time for our special guest, and we are joined by Adam Flood, who comes from Stoke-on-Trent, which since the 17th century has been known almost exclusively for its industrial-scale pottery manufacturing, according to Wikipedia. Um, how are you, Adam? Have you got any pots? <laughs> I'm very well. I've just been cleaning my pots, some of them <laughs> harking back, not quite to the 17th century. I'm more of an 18th century kind of guy. What's your favourite pot? Oh, it's got to be a chamber pot, isn't it? Under the bed. It's got to be. Full to the brim. (laughs) (laughs) 
on a hot, balmy <laughs> eve. Yeah, that's my fave pot. Oh, that's lovely. Did you inherit that pot? <laughs> yeah, it's been in my family, unemptied. Um, for decades. Beautiful. Absolutely it was, beautiful. It, it was a rough ride down from moving when I left to London. Let me tell you, they didn't like it on the on the Avanti. <laughs> we should ask an important question to Adam. Is Stoke-on-Trent the North? Ooh, well, I'd say no. What I would say is it's kind of like I can't believe it's not Northern feel, you know? <laughs> It tastes, it smells much of the of the scenes of the north, but it's not it's not technically. I think you know it's the characteristics, the the pride, some sort of like stubborn attachment to something that's not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it is good. This is, this is brilliant. I think that sums up the north more more than anything of people being like, I'm proud of where I'm from, and they go, yeah. Why? Why are you? Yeah. And there being no good good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So tell us a bit more about, about Stoke-on-Trent then. Well, I mean, we've obviously already covered the 17th century pottery thing. Yeah. So it's in the Midlands, I'd definitely say. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the gateway to the north, you know. Mm. Um, oh, it's like the conservatory of the north. It's weird because I do see it as um, bad, <laughs> but <laughs> I, do, I do love elements of it, you know. There's, yeah. I mean, one of the things that it's very proud of is oat cakes. Have you heard of oat cakes? Oh, I love yeah. an oat cake. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like the biscuity. Oh yeah, okay, everyone's absolutely baffled here. There's, <laughs> there's this thing that that's like our um, cuisine, a gift, I'd say, to yeah. the world. It's it's like a pancake made of oats. Oh, I saw an Instagram video from a fitness influencer who made a pancake out of bananas, eggs, and oats, and I tried it, and um, it's fucking disgusting. It's in the same wheelhouse, I'd say, but it's uh, the Stoke-on-Trent one is, it isn't about wellness. There is no journey <laughs> to wellness. It's a, it's a journey away from health. <laughs> it's packed to the brim full of cheese, bacon. I didn't expect that. Oh, savoury. Yeah, it's savoury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The town I grew up in, we had Barry's Pantry. The great thing about Barry is his opening hours, he, he didn't want to be open. So th- <laughs> I would say there's a 45 to 80 two-minute window, depending on which day. doesn't Love matter. You, you're trying to get it. He was this hench guy, and he had a hairy nose, and there's this <laughs> great big, like, metal thing that he's just slatting oatcakes on, and there's about 20 to 60 oatcakes in front of you. You buy them in dozens. That's how you buy them. Wow. A dozen? You get half a dozen or a dozen. Yeah, it's not a journey to health, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. You're a bit peckish. You're like, oh, I'll either have 12 or 6, depending on, depending on how I'm feeling. <laughs> Adam, enough of this oat cake business. Do you have a story from where you were brought up? Well, yeah. I mean, so you're talking about local news. So I was once on the front page of the Sentinel, which is the Stoke-on-Trent. Wow. Oh, what could it this be? This is huge. It's either very good news or very bad news. <laughs> well, I like to focus on the front page element. I'd take the old adage, there's no such thing as bad news. Um, <laughs> so... If it's front, it's good. But the headline was um, Drug Pusher Pupil Expelled. No! So, Here we fucking go. Yeah, I'd got whipped up into some naughtiness. No way! When I was 13. 13? Yeah, you were, you yeah. were pushing drugs according to the Sentinel? This is the thing with, with journalists, you know, they really know how to, um, to amp it up, you know? Oh, yeah. I was selling um, little 10 bags of weed, but I'm uh, I made to sound like Al Capone. Um, <laughs> Which 
if you were to ever see me, you'd go, mm, nah. <laughs> were you dealing in um, dozen or half dozen <laughs> yeah. sort of yeah. servings? <laughs> exactly. And this made the front page. Yeah, it did. Which wow. was I, I wasn't named or shamed, which I think was quite nice of them to not, you know, throw a boy to the wolves. And I've been a keen supporter of the Sentinel ever since. <laughs> I've yet to get on there for anything good. I, I was in a band, nothing. I'm, nothing. I'm, I'm doing comedy now, not a shred. No. So it seems to be the illicit activities that really pushes mm. me into the media. Okay, so I think you need to start pushing more drugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to be selling merch at the end of shows. Merch, inverted commas. Oh, yeah. oh, I get it. Very smart. What was the reaction when you were on the front page? And what was your personal reaction? Was there a little bit of pride? Or was it like, oh, no? I think at the time, it was it was more, oh, no. <laughs> it felt like a quite, oh, no period. When you're 13, you don't really, really understand, I think, the consequence of actions, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was a bit, oh, no. But I think quite now, I have a very funny picture of my dad in lockdown when we were chatting on Zoom. And he'd got down from the loft for the call, like lots of things from our childhood. So we had like all of our childhood toys behind him and and the the article. And he's he's smiling ear to ear. (laughs) Proud as punch. So... Now it's okay because, you know, I, I sort of sorted my life out. Well done. Thank you. Wow. Well, I think you're the first, I'm going to say criminal, yeah. that, we've, yeah. that we've had on the pod to interview and we've always wanted it. So thank yeah. you for, <laughs> thank you for we've that. We've been getting getting comedians on who we suspect are probably criminals. Oh, they definitely are. They just and, don't, they're just cowards. Yeah, yeah. They just haven't got the bravery to admit it. No. And they've yeah. certainly not made the front page. Third page of Chortle, Max. We've, <laughs> yeah. we've got the real deal. We have got the real deal. The real dealer. The real dealer. The real dealer, yeah, yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you up to, Adam? What, what would you like to plug? I, depending on when this is out, I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe. I am doing my debut hour Yay. at the Monkey Barrel. It's about coming from my hometown and about reinventing myself and all of these things. That's going to be absolutely brilliant. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Adam. That was wonderful and good thank luck you. in Edinburgh. Goodbye, Adam. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. How much? Well, what do I follow that with is the question. Well, you best be following it with a local story from Hull. Well, I am. Good. I'll give you the headline from Hull Daily Mail. The rules Hull Strip Club has to follow as it faces licence decision. Oh. Yeah, so there's some rules in here. It's talking about Purple Door Strip Club in Hull, which is apparently the last remaining strip club we have. Oh. I know, there used to be such a wealth of them. But it's uh, it's the last one, it's Purple Door. Yeah, there's some, like, <laughs> some strange rules that they have to follow, such To be as allowed to stay open. To be allowed to stay open. Mm. Garters used to collect tips cannot be worn any higher than the mid-thigh. What? Yeah. So if you've got a little garter on and, and men are putting money in it, if it's higher than your mid-thigh, you're contravening the rule. Well, what's the what's the benefit of that? Well, I guess it's... Too sexual the higher up. I guess. Maybe the hands are too close to the privates. Mm. I guess. Have a, can you not have a... Some socks on. Some socks on. Some socks, and you pop your money in the sock. Yeah, get get the dancers in Wellington boots, probably, innit? Then you can just shove some coins in that you haven't been able to take to the bank. Big wellies. Big wellies two pee machine. Big yeah, just slopping around the 
club trying to do the dance. They're on the pole. They can't get their legs up because the feet are too heavy with the two peas. (laughs) It's a live tipping point. (laughs) Stripping point. Stripping point. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. That's Labradorable. Good night. Um, yeah, so I didn't know that was a rule. Another rule is performers have to get dressed immediately after their performance finishes and have to be fully clothed when they are not performing. Oh. Now, fully clothed to me, because normally you think of like the dancers in these places walking around kind of in like bra and pants or whatever, you know, or like okay. something like kind of provocative. But when it says fully clothed, they're having to put like jeans and a jumper on. Do you know, or like a onesie? Yeah. Well, so then when they're they're not stripping, what are they doing? Are they just in a green room? Well, I think it depends. So I've had friends who have been dancers and sometimes they're like in like revealing outfits and they have to chat because you're sort of like hustling for your own work Mm. because you get paid for the dance, but you have to sort of go up and chat, chat, chat to the customers until they go... Oh, yes, I'd like a dance. But if you have to be fully clothed, I don't know what that... But, yeah, I'm just imagining, like, anorak, rucksack. Yeah. You've got to have a rucksack Walking on. boots. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Jeans, sir. wellies. Jeans. Big coat. Wellies full of two-piece. Yeah, you big coat. Yeah, Woolly leave, hat. Leave me alone. Gloves. <laughs> weird. That striptease would take ages as well. <laughs> You'd get your money's bored. worth, though, wouldn't you? Do you have to take the two peas out of the wellies one by one? <laughs> mittens. I can't undo these buttons because I've got mittens on. Also, one of the rules is they are not allowed to use any sex article during their performance. Article? Well, I don't know. Like a, a cutout from, like, GQ magazine about <laughs> how to please your woman. Ooh, look at this. Ten ways to keep your man. Da, 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 da. Jangle, 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 yeah. Wellington boot. Da, 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 I'll da, put da, that da. down there. <laughs> put that in my big coat pocket. <laughs> Absolutely maffing up here. Please, someone pay for a dance. I'm bloody boiling. <laughs> Getting dehydrated. In the strip club, someone's going, I'm maffing. Pay for a dance, will you? Kevin, please. Bloody sweating my tits off in this. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so there's there's all these things that I didn't I didn't know. Ooh, also, they cannot be paid commission for selling drinks, and the area where strip teases take place must not be seen from the street. That kind of I get that yeah, one. Fair enough. That's yeah. Coming to car park. <laughs> Kids walking by. What's going on there? What so it says the area strip teases take place must not be seen from the street and must be three foot away from the audience. With direct access to the dressing area. Three foot away from the audience. Does that mean three foot away from everyone else or three foot away from the person from the you're person. stripping? Unless things have changed dramatically. I very much thought that the, the whole thing was they were very close. That's not part a, not of the, a purple door. Not a purple door, three foot away. I'm getting binoculars out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's taking a boot off now. <laughs> I think that's a boot. <laughs> Yeah. Ah. I just found it, the bureaucracy of the strip club mm. fascinating, you know. I think it was in one of the ones that has now closed down in Hull, but there was a, such a thing as a naughty 40. What's that? <laughs> well, you pay £40. Oh. And you... And you get naughty. Yeah. Oof. 
It's not a lot, not enough, I always thought. I guess it depends what being naughty is. Um... Set fire to a car. <laughs> you go in, Playing you pay £40 pounds and they rip up your TV licence. How <laughs> oh, oh. you get Kevin? <laughs> oh, I feel dead naughty. <laughs> You have to put your TV lines into a paper plane and fly it free foot <laughs> yeah. towards the stripper. A naughty 40. A naughty 40. It's not a lot Not a lot of money. But these, these obviously aren't the rules for places like the Red Light District in Amsterdam because that's very much works on the window thing. If, yeah. you, if you couldn't see in their windows, then women would just be stood facing a brick wall. Yeah. Being like, well, this is bloody pointless. I've got my, Shout, nicest, got my nicest pants on. I'm looking at a bloody brick wall here. There could be red light districts all over. <laughs> there could be Which one behind you. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Woman trying her best. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Just hear a really quiet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too hot. I'm really, really hot. <laughs> I just think I'm losing my mind. I've got voices in my head. Constantly asking if I want to see him take the clothes off. What are you on about? The walls. The walls. <laughs> What a world full of rules we live in. What a world full of rules. What's your favourite rule? Um, the five-second rule. That's a good rule. The amount of food that's been saved with the five-second rule. Yeah. What about you? I don't like... <laughs> don't like crossing the road unless the green man's there. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Absolute square. I just think, just wait, it's coming in a minute. Just wait. Why do all the effort of looking and, oh, is it going to be all, all right? Well, it's mental I've got effort. A left now. You have to calculate the the velocity of moving objects. There's all sorts going on. Just yeah. wait for it, green man. Have a little rest in your day. I remember someone looking at it and giving me a bit of an evil look because I started crossing the road and they were there with their kid, kind of yes, clearly exactly. trying to teach Green Cross Code. But um, can not give a shit? You're going to get bullied if you wait for the <laughs> Or you'll look like very cool Amy Gledhill. Yeah. So, Amy, what you're saying is you let a man tell you when to cross the road. <gasps> oh! A feminist would cross the road whenever they wanted. Ooh, oh! The man me. said I can do it now. You got me! Oh, fuck! Oh, I need to wait for the, the green you're allowed to vote in an election, man. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm going to change my ways, Ian. Good. And if I'm not here next week because of a road traffic accident, <laughs> then so be it. I will be. Yeah, I will feel a bit bad. Feminist to the end. <laughs> oh, nah. So instead of doing a ghoul-based yes. story, as yes. you know, look, ghoul smaller. Some weeks there's not a lot going on. They don't sell the ghoul times in um, London. What? The amount of corner shops I've asked in and just get a lot of sass. Stop the ghoul times, East Yorkshire! <laughs> just like slapping loads of twirls off the shelf. <laughs> Take that. And twirls are brittle. If they go yeah. on the floor, they... You can't piece them the back together in the yeah. fridge. I find that with flakes. Oh, I, I love a what? flake, no, but you just I... think, what's the fucking point what's of this? What's the point? Pouring it in my mouth, all the little shards. You're like an idiot eating yeah. a flake. <laughs> Naughty faulty, realized, was it? <laughs> the action I do for pouring the shards of a flake in my mouth look a little bit like something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do, Ian. Yeah. They do. Two or three packets of flakes. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> um, but what I thought I would do, 
Yeah. Is we've got an update on a previous story about, do you remember the walrus that was spotted on the coast of Scarborough? How could I forget, Ian? So this walrus update has come from Laura via Twitter. Well, I didn't realise that it had a nickname. Oh, yeah? For the wanking walrus. What? The Guardian, funnily enough, didn't cover the wanking element. <laughs> You've got to get to the tabloids. It says, for the wanking walrus was spotted on the coast of Scarborough. As in the god Thor. That's the bit you're focusing on? <laughs> That's so weird. The god Thor. The god. Why have they named the perfectly the normal site of a wanking walrus? Okay, right. So we've got, it's a god and it's wanking. Yeah. Right. These are two unrelated things, but yeah. it makes it sound like the first one is so good they've, it's made up the second one. <laughs> For the Wanking Walrus has brought an entire town to a standstill after its public sex display, which subsequently left New Year fireworks celebrations cancelled. <laughs> As if it's just gone, well, nothing's going to top that. <laughs> like, we can't have fireworks immediately after a walrus has wanked. That walrus is going to think it's just had the best wank of its life. <laughs> Does that, and then he's like... <laughs> oh, what, what has come out of my dick? <laughs> Another classic walrus Nothing. impression. <laughs> it don't really say much about how it did this. Was it pleasuring itself? Apparently so. Well, what else is there to do in Scarborough for a walrus? Yeah. You know? What else can you do? You're on the beach. Yeah, you've had a nice rest. Now what? The lack of information in this article is mad. Where's this? Where's this article from? The Daily Star. Are you having to scroll past a million adverts of like... They love an advert, like <laughs> top ten things, number nine will amaze you, like those kind of things. People born 1943 to 1972 with no life insurance could be eligible for this. They always do that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps saying he's engaging in a public sex act, but there's no picture or video evidence. That's a shame, isn't it? We would have wanted to have seen that. Oh, yeah. I, I would have, for sure. I'd be curious. This is from the Daily Stars. It's not like someone else in this. This is journalism. While members of the public respected the cordon, it appeared Father Walrus had no respect for public decency laws, <laughs> wanking his way into the new year. <laughs> Don't be concerned, a newspaper. Wanking his way into the new year. Oh, wow. I love that they've made him so human. Yeah. Like, no respect for public decency. It's human decency. It's not walrus decency. That might be a very respectful thing to mm. do in the walrus community. Yeah, it could have been we don't know his their way culture. of saying thank you for looking yeah, after me. exactly. Have a bit of that. I've heard you've cancelled the firework display. Have a bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's still get a little explosion going. Wow. Thor. Yeah, but it's funny how the article started with, like, walrus spotted in Scarborough. Walrus nicknamed Thor spotted in Scarborough. Thor the wanking walrus. <laughs> Wanking his way into New Year. No no respect for our decency. Yeah. The disrespect for yeah. wanking yeah. walrus called for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really turned. This what foreign walrus came up onto our shores. This isn't why we voted for Brexit, is it? No. Instead of writing 300 million for the NHS on a bus, they should have said no more wanking walruses. Finally, someone telling it like it is. I'd have voted for Brexit then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of them. Try and get out of your house in the morning, the door's banging against something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that an art's more of a sea lion, isn't it? Is that the walrus <laughs> orgasm? A seal. Uh, I don't think Hang I could on. confidently say. <laughs> is there a difference between a seal, a sea lion, 
and a walrus. I think could so, you, otherwise you won't give them three yeah. separate names. <laughs> could you tell them apart? A seal, I feel like I could. A walrus, A, a sea yeah. lion. Walruses are big. Walruses are big. They're like the granddaddies. Aren't sea lions small and they've got, like, um, whiskers? Oh. Big whiskers. And a seal? They've all got whiskers. Yeah, they've all got whiskers, haven't they? I don't know. Find the noise of one of them and I'll tell you which animal it is. Sounds like Jimmy Carr. What do you think that is? Seal. Yeah. Oh, hang on, a sea lion's massive. Oh, it was just an advert for Duracell. Fuck this, actually. <laughs> what? That's really Amadome. What are we doing? <laughs> We're doing the noises for seal, sea lion and walrus. <sighs> People are listening to this podcast. Oh, I was, Thanks we for be listening, able, everyone. We won't be able to play it, but I was going to play a kiss from a rose. Yeah. Um, join us next week when, I don't know, we'll try to get Maisie Adam back on to co-host it. <laughs> she won't do this sort of shit. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And thanks to our special guest, Adam Flood. What an absolute hero. He's a hero, and if you like supporting heroes... Why not go and see him at the Edinburgh Fringe? He's doing a show called Remoulded at Monkey Barrel. And Patreon and Apple Subs, if you subscribe to them, you get juicy bonus content. You do. Some of it the sort of stuff that wouldn't make the edit of this podcast. And you've got to think Imagine. to yourself, what the hell could that be? <laughs> you also get a discount to our live show. Yeah. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next week. 